0: Good morning from the newsroom of the Financial Times. Today is Friday, May 10th. This is your FT News Briefing. U.S. President Donald Trump breaks the silence on escalating tensions with North Korea. The latest round of U.S.-China trade talks kick off in D.C. And a little-known U.K. advisory firm has angered Barbados' creditors with the size of its fee. The firm stands to make about $27 million restructuring the Caribbean island's debts. But first, the most hotly anticipated IPO is here. Uber is set to begin trading on the New York Stock Exchange later today, and Shannon Bond has the details. I'm Mark Filipino,
1: and here's the news you need to start your day. Uber is the most highly valued private company in Silicon Valley and has been the most hotly anticipated initial public offering in a year where we're expecting to see actually quite a few big private tech companies finally go public. So there's just been a lot of interest and excitement. And plus, Uber itself, I think, is a really, it's really divisive, but kind of fascinating company that people sort of kind of love to hate and love to use and feel very conflicted about. And how has Uber priced its shares? They priced their shares on Thursday at $45 a piece. That was near the bottom of the range that they had put out just about two weeks ago. That range was $44 to $50. So that gives Uber a fully diluted valuation that includes all of the shares they've given to employees of about $82 billion dollars. Which is, of course, a lot of money, but it's not quite as aggressive or not quite as high as the company itself had sort of had indicated it might be looking for. Before it started its IPO process, it told some existing investors they could price in a range more like $48 to $55 a share, which would be a valuation closer to $90 to $100 billion. So it's a bit more tempered.
0: So what's the mood about this price and this listing in general?
1: I think everyone pretty much agrees that this is a bit of a pullback from kind of where Uber and, you know, certainly early investors had hoped. I mean, definitely kind of in in Uber's earlier years, you know, growing really quickly, its valuation is growing really quickly. There is lots of optimism over its eventual public market value. But I think, you know, first of all, the company itself has had a rough go in the past couple of years and has really kind of tried to reset itself and reset expectations. But most immediately, the sense that I'm getting talking to people uh, close to the company investors is that this price point really reflects two broad areas of caution. I mean, one is there's been a broader U.S. markets pullback. But for Uber, the really salient point, though, is what has happened to Lyft, um, which is Uber's biggest U.S. rival, um, which went public at the end of March. And since then, its shares have really not performed well. And, you know, it seems that when it came down to it, you know, pricing an IPO is always there's a bit of a balance between, you know, what the investor demand is going to be and sort of thinking about the future performance of the stock. And it seems in this case, um, Uber's executives and bankers decided it might be better to be a bit more conservative and leave some money on the table rather than going out at a price that could mean that, you know, within days or weeks, um, the shares were actually trading below what they priced at the IPO, which has happened to Lyft.
0: On that point though, what should we expect for investor interest in these ride-sharing companies in the longer term?
1: Yeah, I think in terms of the market performance, you know, it's going to be an interesting one to watch now that, you know, we've gone from having zero publicly listed ride-hailing companies to two and, you know, Uber being like a you know, really a global company. You know, that's just going to be an interesting dynamic whether people decide that, you know, there's some sort of pair trade where they would sell Lyft and buy Uber or you know, what, what kind of correlation and you know, their new stocks are likely to be quite volatile. But I think kind of after the initial shine has worn off about the IPO, the real focus, I think, you know, particularly for Uber is going to be, you know, what, is the, what is the model here? Does it really work? The executives during their roadshow pitch to investors talked up this idea that Uber is really a platform. For transportation, not just for ride hailing, but for public transit and for food delivery and for freight booking, and that gives it a really, you know, a really large addressable market. And so over time, you know, they expect to see prices in ride hailing sort of rationalize and, and competition not be quite so cutthroat, and then you'll be able to see them on the path to profitability. But that that really hasn't been proven out yet.
2: Well, we're looking at it very seriously right now. They were smaller missiles, short-range missiles. Uh, Nobody's happy about it, but we're taking a good look and we'll we'll see.
0: That's U.S. President Donald Trump yesterday. He was expressing concern over two projectiles fired by North Korea earlier on Thursday. In an impromptu press conference, the president rebuked Pyongyang, This was after the Justice Department said it had seized a North Korean freight ship suspected of violating sanctions.
2: I know they want to negotiate. They're talking about negotiating, but I don't think they're ready to negotiate.
0: Mr. Trump and North Korean leader Kim Jong-un failed to reach a nuclear deal in Hanoi in February. And the cracks in their relationship have widened in the months since. Before Mr. Trump made his comments, U.S. officials had steered clear of describing the North Korean projectiles as short-range missiles. Late on Thursday in Washington, Chinese Vice Premier Liu He met with top U.S. officials Robert Lighthizer and Steve Mnuchin. Here's the FT's World Trade Editor, James
2: Politi. So the threat of uh, tariffs has been looming over these talks for the last five days, ever since Donald Trump said that the Chinese have been walking back on their commitments. And businesses from across the U.S. have been very worried about the impact of tariffs because we're talking about a 25% tariff on about $200 billion of Chinese uh, imports Uh, They are currently at 10% and they would rise to 25%. And so that's really a substantial impact. And it affects all sorts of areas from agricultural products to manufacturing products to chemicals, products used in in construction, and even some consumer goods. So I think that sort of broad fears, these these would uh, really um, have an impact much more than the impact they've had so far. So coming into the the meeting last night with Bob Lightheiser, the U.S. trade representative, and Stephen Murchin, uh, Liu He said that raising tariffs was not the solution to the problems and that it would harm uh, the United States, China, and the rest of the world. So he definitely came with a message that sort of collaboration and an easing of tensions was preferable to uh, an escalation.
0: And creditors of one Caribbean island's debts are outraged over the fees that a little-known advisory firm is set to make. The UK firm, White Oak Advisory, is made up of just two partners, and it restructured Barbados's $7 billion of debt. According to FT calculations, the firm stands to make about $27 million from that work. The $27 million is close to what Lazard earned for advising Greece on a defaulted debt That was nearly 40 times larger. And it's nearly double what Ukraine paid for advice on its $18 billion restructuring in 2015. White Oak's partner said the fee was justified, calling the restructuring a, quote, complex operation. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. Make sure you check back next week for the latest business news. The FT News briefing is produced by Amy Keane and me, Mark Filipino. Our editor is Amelia Mahasik. We had editing help this week from Gavin Coleman. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.